Today is Sunday the 16th, and the Yankees have lost a series to the Toronto Blue Jays. They won the first game. They lost the next two. Let's talk Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy Jake. Recaps galore and weekly awards. Stat lines, steaming hot takes. Your Yankees news with these two fine dudes. It's time for Talking Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy Jake. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy Jake. All right. Thank you very much for joining. If you're listening Sunday night or you're listening Monday on the off day, we appreciate you joining and spending your time with us for a little bit after another disappointing series. This episode of Talking to Yank Talking to Yanks. This episode of Talking to Yanks, we're just gonna talk to the Yanks all day. I'm just gonna ask them questions. Why can't you win? Why'd you stop scoring runs? No, it's Talking Yanks. This episode of Talking Yanks. Is sponsored by John Spera. Nice and simple name, John Spera. Looks like he goes to the College of New Jersey. I don't know if I should be giving that information away. But John is sponsoring this episode. He's our most recent Patreon subscriber. $2 a month, early access, live access, video access, extra access, and your name in a raffle to win an affordable jersey. Thank you very much, John Go subscribe and sponsor next next episode if you'd like. It's going to be Red Sox episode, so a lot of people are going to be listening to it. So go sponsor it. Join on Patreon. My name is John Boy. I'm coming to you from New Jersey. I have my co-host Jake. He's coming to you from Denver. Jake's a transplanted Yankee fan. I used to be. Not anymore. Transplanted back. Now I plant. just replanted. How are you doing, Jake? You're a planted, planted Yankees fan? Is that what you're, you are now? Yeah. They, I'm back in the original sod. That I was re- born in, replanted sod yeah. Yankee fan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How you doing, bud? I got to tell you, I uh, I'm super frustrated. Like squeezing, I need a stress ball right now. That's what I really need. You know, like I have fidgety hands, and sometimes fidget sp- spinners actually they worked for me. I needed them. I need a. Str- right. I need like it would be right now would be the moment where I looked down and said, "Wow, I'm literally." using this ball to release stress if i had one i don't have one but i need a stress ball gotta get you one someone send me a stress ball p.o box four just four yeah jersey shore p.o box four send me all your stress balls yeah man i'm pretty i'm trying to relax because um i like when you and i are fun and have fun right I don't think our listeners love when we're just sad sacks of shit but we have to respond to the games that we're responding to both ways and and this this game was so frustrating everything's frustrating they're eight and 11 since they swept baltimore they don't look good like they just don't look good and the scary part is yeah judge is missing that's a huge one judge is missing that's kind of it for so long we were like robinson's playing higgy's getting time like Didi's back kutch is playing well Didi's playing well. Gary's back. He's still struggling, but he had three hits in one of these games. Like he, he, we're we're just not good now. 
There's not many more crutches to lean on besides Judge isn't playing right now. That's the only thing we as fans have left. And O'Neal, Paulie used it on the postgame. Like, we're still not whole. I know Judge is a huge deal, and we're going to get to that because he did touch grass for the first time. We'll get to that when we recap this series and stuff. But, like, we're just just not winning. I don't think there's many excuses or 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 reasons you can lean on besides it's not that good right now. So it's frustrating. Yeah, and you uh well your your dad was mad at me cuz I was I was too mad/sad boy last episode. So I'm I'm going to be full optimist. You're you 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 can bring a little little bit of the bad cop. Um but dude, it's I mean you're absolutely right. It's been it's been this all year and they're They've they've made it clear with Chad Green throwing almost fifty pitches, D Rob going two innings. They've made it clear that they're doing what happens in the NBA now. Like the Cleveland Cavaliers when they had LeBron, like they just coast through the regular season and then they say, Okay, it's postseason, let's turn it on. But that's basketball. Baseball, that's what they're trying to do now. They're trying to push their best relievers two innings. They're bringing Chad Green in a game that they were down five runs to try to keep them in it. They're doing these things that we've asked for the whole year. And A, I, I hope they can turn that on and I, I hope it works. But, I mean, it, it just, I, I'll go, I, I want to go back. And you know I don't like going back and doing anything. But I'd like to go back because it seems there's been so many... There's been a lot of rallies that have just been too little too late and you end up just punching yourself in the head a little bit and be like, oh, well, yeah, we uh, like I'm trying to what was that game a few weeks back that they they ended up it was close ish and the bats started going and then but then it was 11 to five going into the ninth and then they ended up putting another rally together and it ends up being 11 seven with some runners on base. But you're still just like this isn't enough right now. It's the bottom of the ninth. Um, there's been a lot of those. And today was another example. They go up 2-0 early and then they kind of sit back and are like, Oh, we're the Yankees. We're facing a, a rookie lefty. You know, we're like, they just throw it in cruise control. And then you find yourself in a fluky situation, losing a game. And the last, last negative thought is that how, how many games have we said, have been on the other side of that fence where the Yankees go down and then it's that whole punt team mentality. Here comes Sessa, here comes AJ Cole. So, yeah, not not a lot of <laughs> endearing qualities recently from this Yankees team. I'm going to add I'm going to get my three I have three things in my brain and they're all negative. Okay. I'm going to get sure. them out now and then we'll go to Burns and awards and all that. Yeah. One, you mentioned the way they're using Chad Green now shows to me, in my opinion, that this, I think that shows that this season, they, <laughs> Dellen's hair looks ridiculous in this postgame interview right now. I gotta turn the TV off. Shows that, that, that they went into this season in spring training knowing they were going to make the playoffs and just making a plan. Like, okay, we're going to use, like in March, they said, we're going to use Chad one inning, two innings, uh, consistently get him first good versus good guys. And then come September, we'll start expanding him to two innings so he can help us out in the playoffs because we're going to go to the pen early in the playoffs. So we're going to rest the playoff guys all season. And, and other things like that where they planned out this season in March, 
now we're going to expand Chad Green. Now we're going to expand D-Rob. Now we're going to do, you know, these different, like, like if they didn't have injuries, it was probably now let's, ex- let's experiment with Stanton and left if they didn't have to do that early in the season. And to me, it's like the whole season was played on paper and planned out like a big schedule and allowing no feel moves. And that's what it feels. So that's negative number one. That's that's annoying me because it's like, why weren't we doing this earlier? And this just, what else did you guys not do? Because you just, it didn't come into your plans you made in March for the whole season. That's annoying. Two, they didn't practice a, a thing in spring training. We heard about spring training being lackadaisical and like this Cali feel and Boone was so... And it was so loose and it was like so fun and it was just loose, 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 loose. That's the word we heard nonstop about spring training. This team can't execute a rundown. I don't think they've, they got the out today. It was so poorly executed. They've, they haven't executed a rundown properly all season. They probably have one or two, but they've, they've done more wrong than not wrong. And then simple base running. They like, I think, I think Boone said, we have a juggernaut. All I got to do is keep these dudes loose. We're going to get to the playoffs, and we're going to be grooving. Our personalities are going to be awesome. Everyone's going to be in the zone. And Cash said, yeah, and this is how we're going to do the bullpen, blah, 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 blah. And they just didn't they didn't teach, coach, do anything. <laughs> like, that's what it feels like to me. And obviously, I'm blowing it up bigger because I'm upset at the game at hand today. If they won today, <laughs> this wouldn't be being said. But it does feel like this team just doesn't practice. Gary got that ball. Batances throws it home. Instead of running the runner back to third and making him tag closer to the base, Gary throws it right away, leaving Batances now the only option to catch the ball and tag him out. And Batances isn't an athlete. And that's that's just one Bad rundown out of maybe like five this season. Okay, so that's my second negative point. One was they planned out this season and they refused to go on field. Two, they didn't practice a thing in spring training or ever. Three, Aaron Hicks is the most frustrating player to watch in a big at-bat I've ever seen. And listen, he's having a great year. Second best center fielder in the American League. He's, he's honestly having a plus year, and he's done good things for the Yankees. I just I was going to make this an award, but it's too, it's too leading. Stan gets to third. There's two outs. All you need to do is put the ball in play and run. You're fast, too. Hicks is fast. Just make them think about Stanton that third. He's the tying run. Maybe they try to go home. Stanton's got a lead halfway down the line. He beat out a play. Hicks just takes two strikes as if, okay, good pitch. Those are strikes. Maybe you'll throw me a ball next. Dude, put wood on the ball. So, again, Hicks is having a good year. This is a blow-up because we lost, and I'm frustrated. Those are my three overwhelming negative thoughts right now. I'm glad I got them out. We'll move on with the episode as follows. Do you have any retorts, add-ons, inputs, uh, disagreements with those? I'm just going to hit them real quick. Uh, the Hicks part is right, and I, again, I I might dig up more stats. I I dropped the runner on third base stats with Hicks earlier this year; those were bad. Um, I and Hicks is having a great year. I a qu- I think a quick switch you make there is you switch Hicks and McCutcheon. 
I'd I'd rather have McCutcheon in the three hole and Hicks. I mean Hicks still gets on base and does his thing. That's that's just a quick hitter on that. Going in reverse, your number two thing. There will totally be the storyline next year at spring training that the Yankees are taking it a little more serious this year. Like that's gonna be that's gonna be the headline. Like a little a little less jokes, a little getting their mind right for this season. Like that'll that'll be every reporter's story for the month of um, March. And then what was the first? Oh, like you said, this season being played out on paper. This is where. We've had to bite our tongues a couple times. I was going to say you had to bite my tongue. That's that's a different show. Been, um, haven't done that yet. Haven't done that yet. I've said it a couple times, and and so this is the nuts part. This could all still work. <laughs> this could all be genius. If, if the Yankees come through and do great and the team is firing on all cylinders in October, then, yeah, it was all worth it to play it out on paper like that and you thought it out right. But if it doesn't, you look you look dumb, and that's where I've said a few times, where if this if if the Yankee season ends poorly, however it does end, on whatever note it ends on, I think it would almost be my shining light from that would be I think they throw out some of the pen and paper for next year, because there's just the whole mentality has been an on paper mentality. Oh. We're down two runs. Let's not bring in our best bullpen guy. And that's just, that resonates. That's not an on and off switch. So that's, those are all my rebuttals. I agree. And we'll get, it, we'll get into specifics about these games in the series, and we'll try to make some jokes and have some fun. But it's, it's pretty frustrating. Pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty frustrating. Do we, What's, do, uh, do we need to do a State of the Union? Like, I think it's the same as last week. Yeah, the, the State of the Union is going to be the same thing for a while now. It's going to be, hey, we're in the wild card game. It would be great to have it at home. Either way, you just got to win the game. Otherwise, yeah. everything's dead. And I keep seeing people say, like, I have no confidence in that wild card game. I don't think it's a one-game playoff. I don't think confidence matters as a fan base. <laughs> <laughs> like yep. you can go into that as confident as you want and as least confident as you want. It's one game. Yeah. So I think, uh, yeah, we're, we're good. I'd, I'd say, I think we do have to do some quick pregame stuff. I mean, judge made an appearance in right field. That's game one. He's, he's, he's a defensive sub, uh, Chapman through, and it's sounding like he's going to come back, which we've kind of ignored <laughs> for a couple weeks. The whole Yankee team kind of ignored, yeah, well, I don't um, think there's been a rush to get him back. Yeah, well, hey, we could use him. <laughs> we we could we could use the guy that should be our closer. Let's but let's burn. You got Burns? I got Burns, baby. All right. Game one. The Toronto Blue Jays come to New York City to play baseball. On your mark. Get set. The Yankees return home after their left coast road trip, and what a way to kick it off with Tanaka Tuesday on a beautiful Friday night in NYC. Estrada on the mound for the Jays, and he would have a tough day at the office. Hicks, the RBI single. Didi, RBI ground out. Glaber, Torres, RBI single. King Louis V, two RBI double. 5-0 after the first inning. Tanaka was beautiful, and he pitched pretty well, too. Six-inning shutout ball. Let's crank out the rest of the Yankees scoring. 
Gordy RBI single. Giancarlo, two RBI single. McCutcheon solo dolo. Didi says, LOL, same. Solo shot of his own. And Gardy sack fly to top it off. Check out Stranger Things on Netflix because the Yanks throw up an 11 spot. Final J0, Yanks 11. The Yankees won big in this game, and I liked that. Yeah, that was that was pretty nice, huh? It was fun to do what they're supposed to do. First, was this the Blue Jays' best pitcher, most established pitcher that we faced? Yes. Estrada? Yes. Five spot in the first. Like, no home runs, too, for a while. All of it came on hits and shit, if you're happy about that. I don't know. A lot of storylines here. Tanaka's amazing. Gary had three hits. Kutch didn't make it out. That's a pretty good day at the day at the plate. Three hits, two walks. I normally do the opposite of that. That's the second time Kutch has had a game where every single bat was productive. Because a couple in the last series, he had five at-bats, three hits, one walk, and one sack fly. So even when he made out, it was a productive thing. So that's two games where Kutch has had five successful at-bats out of five plate appearances. That's pretty nice. Yeah, and I think uh, we we mentioned State of the Union briefly. I think I think in why I'm I'm more okay with being positive this episode besides your dad yelling at me is that there were again, everything's building up for the wild card game now. And throughout this series, we saw some really good stuff for that. Tanaka still lights out. He's leading the charge to get the pill in that game. Didi kind of got hot again. McCutcheon's doing good things. Uh, we saw Judge on a baseball field. So in the, <laughs> in the remaining goal of this season to look better in that one game, there's a lot of pluses for that. So I guess that's where my positive side is coming from today. Yeah. You want, do you have an award lined up for Judge, or do you want to talk about Judge now? I've got nothing for Judge, but we, we can hash it out. What was your initial reaction to when they said we're, we are activating him for defense and base running? It, it's kind of a shrug moment. You're like, okay, because you, you look back, and again, you look at baseball, and it's like, you know what? Aaron Judge is still going to know how to field a fly ball and run, run first to second. Um, but I mean, there's something to it that right now he doesn't have minor league options to play in. So he's, he's can't really be thrown into that. So, I mean, it is what it is. It's a little silly. I love Francesa's tweet. Like he said something like, is judge just bored? What are they doing? (laughs) Which, which again, that's almost kind of an option too. Um, well, I mean, I'm, I'm fine with it. I thought it was weird at first. It is weird. No one's done it before. But then right. once they throw him in the outfield and the whole stadium goes berserk. <laughs> right. That's almost a cool tactic. You're like, whoa, the Yankees were right. This is worth it. Uh, I, I tweeted out, and it, it, it sounds weird. I love how much Yankee fans love Judge more than how much I love Judge. And I like Judge. I love Judge, obviously. How could you not? But that relationship the Yankees fans have with him is so unique. We, yes. we, we saw it in spring training. We harped on it over and over and over again. He stepped onto the grass in spring training, and the place went crazy. And then, like, Gary, Didi, they're all loved. You did get some golf claps in spring training. The place stood up every time Judge shook the field. It's cool to see. And then it's can't it's can't miss. It's can't miss TV live. Yeah. Like you you stop if someone's talking to you and Judge comes up, you're like, hey, hold on. 
Like, yeah. This, this, is, this is what we're here to see. And then the way he was eating it up, waving to everyone and like nodding and stuff, like, I'm back, I'm back. It was cool. They should have done it every game. Yeah. Why not? Should have done it in the last game. Get the crowd going. It's like my grandma one time, we went to a game and a, uh, a guy ran on the field, like a streaker, but he wasn't naked, but you know. Right. And he got tackled and we were losing at the time to the Indians. This was 2017. And the guy ran on the field and then the whole stadium just started buzzing again. Like, oh, they were like out yeah. of it and bored. And my grandma told me that the Yankees probably paid that guy to run on the field to get the stadium like buzzing. And I was like, I don't think they did, but maybe they should start doing that. If they're taking applications, I mean, You'll be the I'm guy the there? guy. Oh, yeah. Because I'm, I'm pretty quick. I'll dance a little out there. The harder the security guard hits you, the more jacked the audience. It's either the security guard straight up pops you or you escape. I can take one hit. You know that. Well, I hit the hell out of you in Grown Losers. Yeah, it's a good clip. Well, if no one knows what we're talking about, we made a web series, and episode five, I just spear Jake's ass. You'll you'll post that again. That's a good clip. I, I hit you really hard. Yeah. I got I got out of breath from it. Didn't feel great, but it any anything for the team. That's what I'm about, man. Anyway, you can either pay a streaker to go jack up the crowd, or you can have Judge miss over a month and then just make him touch grass. No, didn't get any balls, but... Yeah, the reaction was fun. It worked. It worked is a weird word. Whatever. That was cool. Um, and uh, Joe's, I saw a tweet, uh, Joe's McFly, and he said, you know, a lot of players when they're hurt feel like they don't have the ability to lead. And David Wright said that all the time. He said, I could, he said, I didn't feel like I could give pep talks from the end. From like the DL, it just doesn't feel right. Right. So if that changes that mindset, where Judge feels like, yo, I got my spikes on, I got my jersey on, I can be a little bit louder and influential. This is all mind games and and mental stuff, and it might sound really silly to some, but I think it plays a bigger part than uh, you'd expect. So I thought I would thought it was weird. I was kind of mocking it, and then I think they were. It was kind of smart. He get he gets what one pinch hit bat. Pinch hit at bat against Boston, maybe? Question mark? Yeah. I don't like maybe just use it to get the stadium going. We said they might we might see him. I don't know. Yeah. It's I think and again, this is the whole judge thing, so we'll we'll kind of wrap it up. He I don't think he gets a start against Boston. I think you have to start him against Baltimore. Because our next series after that is at Tampa, and you're on the turf and stuff like that. I don't think you you want to mess with that. That's just one one more thing. Um, so it, it's coming, it's coming, which is good news. And then, <laughs> like you said, <laughs> we're down to one last excuse. And once he's back, then it's done. Then this is the team. Yeah. This is this is everything you've ordered up, Cash God. Make it work. This is the team. You've got a week. Go become winners. Yeah, right? I, I don't think Boone did anything wrong this, this series. We'll get to that later. Uh, yeah, and that is that is so weird. Like, today, Dellen Batances, who's been lights out, technically blew the game and gave up a bunch of hits, which is very fluky, and they were fluky hits. And people are still like, ah, oh, Boone. It's like, no, <laughs> Yeah, that's on that's on Delhi, dog. There's the one decision we can do after game two burn. Before that, yeah. uh Sheffield got called up. What's your re- yeah. what's your reaction to this? Dude, it 
I mean, cool. Glad to see you. Hope you're great for the Yankees for <laughs> 15 did, years. You did the same thing I did where <laughs> you're about to be like, dude, this <laughs> and say something bad. And then you're like, pause. Hold on. It's very cool for justice. I'm very happy for justice. But <laughs> well, no, my my and and this sounds so whiny and it, it makes me so mad. But there's been so many little things this year that have just. Again, like you said, this has all been written down on paper. Like Justice Sheffield will be called up on nine fifteen, and that's and that's when he'll come up, and we will give him some appearances, and hopefully he makes the staff next year. He will. We but, will move him to the bullpen. He will have a big bullpen impact role in the playoffs, as deep as they go. Once the season is over, he will be called up. But did you see his last appearance before he got called up? What was it? He got like roughed up. He threw a ball away into the outfield, and this is during the AAA championship or whatever. So all this awaited time, and again, just going by the paper, they knew this was going to be his last appearance, but he got lit up, and he like blew the game from what I heard. Well, I so mean, it's like, hey, now come join the big boys. We're, you did it. Well, there's no other option. It's not like there's no more games, so it's either he just goes to the offseason or he gets to hang out with the Yankees and take in the environment. I saw I, like I know, fans it, freaking out. Dude, Is do you... Th- I'm just, I'm happy for justice, but all the fans are like, yeah, he's coming. They didn't, if he was going to have an impact, they would have brought him up. He's going to sit and watch and make an appearance in slop. Yeah. Take uh, what, what's our new lefty boy's name? Tarpley. Take, 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 take a couple of Tarpley's appearances. Yeah. I would be fine with that. But yeah, it's just, everything has a, like a, but well feel it to it. Like, yeah. Uh, you know, Sheffield's up, but A, pretty much doesn't matter, and B, he's coming up after having one of his worst appearances of the season. <laughs> yep. Thanks for coming, babe. All right, let's 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 burn game two. I was at the stadium for this game. Game duh. Game duh. All right. Uh, are you ready? Well, not ready. You are ready. On your mark, get set, burn. A fireworks show in the Bronx. Ooh, with a combined seven home runs. Sean Reed Foley versus CC Sabathia, and the big man didn't have it on Saturday. A couple RBI singles, two, quantity two, Randall Grichuk home runs, and a Kevin Rice Pilaf Pilar home run makes it 5 nothing after three. Woof. Hey, Didi, do you love me? Is this a comeback? 5-1, okay, okay. A brutal two-out bloop single, <laughs> then another one. 8-1 Jays midway through the seventh. God, a game the Yankees had so many runners on base. A ray of hope. Giancarlo, one-run home run. Didi Gregorius, one-run home run. Bases loaded. Old friend Tyler Clippard on the hill. Pinch hitter Miguel Andujar. See ya! The Bronx is jumping. It's 8-7 after the six-run seventh inning. But alas, the Yankees can't finish the job. That would be your final Jays win, 8-7. to seven. I don't know what's better, like having the comeback or just dying. But I think having the comeback's better. It is, but it's a, just another but well moment. Like, it just, well, yeah, it was cool. They showed a little bit of heart, but no, nothing. No, nothing actually comes from it. You end the day sad in your locker room. You lost. Or you end up not caring in the locker room. No, no shots fired at the players, but the, we're good vibes in there. We're Cali. We're yeah. Cali, babe. 
Uh, so what? What's the, the the Boone decision that had a lot of Yankee fans upset with was that he went to Canely in the I don't even know what is it, the sixth seventh when they were still down five nothing. He he did go to Chad and then Holder, yeah. so he didn't punt right away. That usually would have been Cole. It usually right. would have been Shreve. Usually would have been fucking Johnny Lasagna. So he did go to Chad. He did go to Holder to get what three innings out of those guys. And it's still five nothing, and the offense has given you nothing. So he goes to Canely. Yep. Do you hate the move? Do you understand the move? Are you mad at his reasoning? He said if it was two runs, three runs, he would have went to D Rob. Yeah, he g- he gave us the same two run speech where it's like, and that's, and okay, not getting mad. I said I wouldn't, so I'm not gonna. Um. Again, this Chad Green coming in to to keep it a close game, this wasn't Chad Green coming to keep it a close game. This was still, hey, we need to stretch out Chad Green, so let's throw him for 45 pitches today. It it wasn't, oh, we got to win this game. It was, oh, we got to stretch Chad Green. So when Canely comes in, I mean, for me it was tough because if Canely were to string together four pretty good appearances to end this season. I think there'd be a debate, you know, Canely Holder, who would you rather trust? Cuz I mean, if if Canely looks right, he has some built-up credit from last year. So that would be great. But he hasn't looked good. He has a 7.11 ERA now. So again, are we doing this on paper or are we trying to win this game? Cuz if you're fully trying to win this game, you do go to D-Rob there. Um and it, it sucks because, hey, it was still Canley's job to get people out, and he's supposed to be a really good guy for us, where A.J. Cole or the Sessa or any of those guys, you know that they're not supposed to be at that level. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not livid about it. You, you wish Canley was better, but D-Rob <laughs> has been much better. So I don't, I don't like the reasoning behind it. I don't, I like, I don't like the... If it was close, we would have went to these guys. Um, at this point in the season, I don't like that anymore. Uh, I saw a lot of fans saying that's the sole reason we lost or the main reason. If Boone wasn't such a jackass, blah, blah. Hey, if CeCe didn't throw a complete dud, if the offense didn't leave an army of men on base. Right, and that's, we, we had seven, so I, seven runs, but it wasn't a good game by the offense. And that sounds like a bad fan thing to say. Right? Yeah, but no, it, I mean, it's all about stipulation and stuff like that and the reasonings. But I, I think, I think, yeah, you, if you, it's the third reason we lost, maybe. I just can't get hung up on that when CeCe does that and the offense doesn't do shit. And then the offense decides to do anything. But, I mean, I, I, I hope that changes next year. Even if, we, even if they finish this season strong and have a really good postseason, I hope this whole two runs, I hope the punt game is gone next year. Let's revamp that thought process. Yeah, or a punt game is fine, but it just has to be occasional. Like, okay, you're you're down seven seven nothing at the end of a road stretch. You know what? <laughs> you you can dial it in. It's a long season. I get it. But when you're mailing in two run games against Miami, when you still think there's a chance to catch the Red Sox, what vibe are you giving your team? That it's never like too the, late. The the. 
I, the the papers and whatever stat geek numbers they have that it, and I've said this before that if your team is down two heading into the seventh inning, you lose ninety percent of those games, or who knows who knows what the actual numbers are. <laughs> someone, someone knows, someone, <laughs> so, knows someone, it. someone totally knows. Um, again, those numbers shouldn't factor in necessarily to your team that has the chance to win a hundred games. Because those numbers also factor in a Baltimore team that's scraping to win 50 games. So, I don't know, man. And it just seems like every day you see, you know, during today's broadcast, it was, wow, the, the Mets tied it up with Boston. It's 3-3 going into the eighth. They won. And that's, that's just what's been happening all year. And, like, <laughs> kudos to them, man. They're on a record pace. But it, it just, you just see it in the team. They don't have that. You see them wanting to get to it where they're down they're down 8-1. All right, let's put this rally together. But they haven't had the big one where you're like, yes, these we are locked and loaded. Yeah, pretty frustrating. Yeah. The Red Sox have so many games where they win or don't lose that I'd like, I'd like it if we had them. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. No, I know. I know that. You're laughing because that, that sounds pretty obvious, but no, I mean even even today's game. I mean that's it. It just hasn't felt like any of the Red Sox losses have been like that. Yeah. All right. Let's burn game three and then move on to awards. Try to get some jokes in here, some good times. Sure. You got burn three or oh, game three ready? Not a lot of action. This is gonna be like a thirty second burn. Twenty. Yeah. Seconds. Maybe I'll maybe I'll drag out some words. Ooh. 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 Like that. Ooh. Ooh, mouse. On your mark. Get set. Linde Winde for the rubber match? For Toronto, Thomas Pannone, another good Paisano boy on the J staff. Pannone, Gaviglio. He would be put on the ropes early. McCutcheon, leadoff homer. I like that. Sir Didi Gregorius with a sack fly. 2 nothing Yanks after one. Jays would get one on an RBI double in the third, and that would be the only blemish on Lynn's five-inning, one-earned run performance today. Not bad. Top eight, Dellen Betances. Been so great this year. Opponents hitting 130 against him. Gives up four hits to five batters. Blue Jays plate two in the eighth. It's 3-2 Jays. What happened? Yankees were in cruise control. They can't muster up much towards the end of the game. Teoscar Hernandez tries to give it up. Giancarlo hits a double and he lets the ball go through his legs. But that would be it, man. Yanks lose the game three to two, lose the series two to one. Boo. Boo. O'Neill said it pretty well. At one point he was like, this does not sometimes the feel of a game does not match up to the score. This does not feel like just a one run ball game. And it didn't. It felt like because that's how the Yankees were playing. Just cruise control, as if they were up by a ton. As if it was yeah. like a, a, this was a given game. It was only one run. And then, yeah, it comes back to slap us in the face, gets tied up. And then O'Neill summed it up the best after the game. It was like the Yankees were in cruise. They never slammed down on the gas. And I just said that last episode. They just hover, hover, hover. They never slam down. They never finish it. And then so many bad at-bats, but Stanton gets the third and Hicks just watches strikes. Put it in play, dude. Put the ball in play. Is baseball the most... I, I'm going to try to phrase this right. You'll you'll probably be better with words than me. Because this is a feeling you... If you've played 
any baseball, you know this feeling. When a pitcher's out there that doesn't have plus stuff and starts rolling against you, that's like a crippling feeling. Yeah. You're you're so much in your own head. Like I this is an eighty eight mile per hour fastball. Every guy on the Yankees is saying, like, oh, I'm probably gonna take this guy yard today. And then you look down and he's gone through ten straight batters. And that's just that's a feeling that I feel a lot of other sports can't replicate. Well, I, I guess it, in basketball, it might be if a guy starts draining threes that doesn't normally drain threes. But no, because it's it's that's common in little league and high school baseball. And what always happens is we just can't hit slow pitchers. This guy's so slow. Right. We're used to fast, dude. We're used to fast pitchers. And you're like, that's how you downplay it in your head. Yeah. Like, oh, this dude's like trying to hit an eighth grader. It's fucking so slow. It's like, wow, well, yeah. he's making you look like an idiot. So yeah, you're the slow one in the brain, dumb piece of shit. That's baseball. That's baseball, Susan. <laughs> this game sucked. I don't even. I don't even know. Yeah, and I mean, it, I liked. I like that he took Lynn out early. D. Rob for two. Stretch him out. Batances. Yeah, like I liked the whole thing. The and and Batances gave up two runs and Pilar flashbacks of Pilar at the very beginning of the season. We stole home. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, there's two one dribbler that got by Void at first, and there was another blooper that got over Void at flirt first because he was holding on runners, and uh, yeah, again, they were fluky hits, but they're they're hits, and that's baseball. And then the the rookie Tellez goes opposite field off a of Delhi slider, which was beautiful. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, tough. The wild card. They have to win. I think they have to win three more games to clinch. No. <laughs> no. I won't. Before this series, I thought it was. Oh, to clinch, clinch the postseason. Clinch the wild card game. What do you mean? Home field? Or no, just, just be being in, in the wild card Oh, game? yeah. I mean, they're in. They have to win four they're more in. games. Well, I got a lot of people saying, like, is it a given? So I'm trying to think it out. Yes. They have to win four more games. The Rays or Seattle would have to go basically like 12-0, and 0, and the Yankees would have to go 2-10 and 10 or something like that. They're in, they are in the wild card. Yeah, I think it was the Rays would have to go 13-3, and three and the Yankees would have to go 3-13. and 13. Yeah. So, so they have to win three more games. <laughs> I'm not having this conversation. They lose two more, then you're going to be starting having it. No. All right, good. I don't want to have that conversation either. Good. Let's move on to awards, which are brought to you by affordablejerseys.com. Go look at it. See what jersey you want. They got no names on the back. And then, I guess, buy it. Affordablejerseys.com. The best jerseys that you find without a name on the back that are under $100 on the internet. All Yankee fans should have a Yankee jersey. And if you don't, go get one, affordablejerseys.com. Awards. It's Sunday. It's my day. It's God's day. It's the Lord's day. It's Jimmy's day. I get to mm. go first. And I'm going to take, I, I just keep wanting to give the same awards out over and over and over again. Uh, instead, right. I'm going to give it not to the guy who I want to give it to. I'm going to give it to a different guy. I'm going to give it to Pride of the Yankees is the first award. And my Pride of the Yankees for this series is Andrew McCutcheon, a.k.a. Kutch. Nice. He had a hit in every game. 
five hits total, five for 12, 417 average, 500 on base percentage. He had two home runs, scored three runs, two walks. He had a good series. He played left field for the first time, had a really funny quote when Meredith asked him if he felt comfortable, and he just said, no. Yeah, that was good. Not one bit. <laughs> it's pretty good. It was really good. Um, yeah, I mean, he's coming alive when we needed to. It's not doing much. I wish, you know, the two-run home, two, home, two run homer that he's – or the home run he started in game three, I wish everyone else followed suit, but they didn't. But uh, – been good he had a good good homestand so far and i think he's been good for a while now his on base percentage it was 500 this series so since he's been a yankee it has to be like still 400 something i don't know what it is yeah he's he's been great um i think like i said before i think i almost want a him and hicks switch because mccutcheon <laughs> mccutcheon does want to hit the ball um yeah, I think he's got a 410 OBP since coming to the Yankees and what? Three home runs, four home runs. So, he's he's been playing well and this is this is what I said around the trade deadline. I I some people reached out to me. I'll dig up the tweets if I have to, but I said McCutcheon would be a fit because he's the perfect fit of a guy who's a little past his prime, but he could come to New York for 2 months was my hope and tear it up. And then we ended up getting him a month later. But, yeah, man, he's – I mean, he feels like a necessary piece on this team now. Yeah, well, he's, like, part of it. Yeah. This is what you said. You said, plays all three outfield positions to a degree, hungry ex-superstar to show the young guys could catch some round magic. That's what you said about Kutch. Yeah. I don't understand the last part, but could, English is a English is a second language for could, me. could catch some round magic. I don't know what that means either, but good job, man. Yeah. All right, who's your pride of the Yankees? My pride, 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 pride of the Yankees. Did you like that? I liked it. Okay. Didn't love it. <laughs> Appreciate you. No, you can't love that. Um, ooh, you've, you've kind of put me in an interesting hole here. Um, let's go. Yeah, this, this is more important. Let's give it to Sir Didi Gregorius. Ooh, three home um, runs. Two yeah, and one three game. home runs. Um, he went four for 10 with three home runs. He had two walks. So his numbers for the series, he batted 400 on base at 538 and three home runs. Yeah. So like Barry Bonds, if he got pitched to that one season, um, I think it's, it's more so. So we're, we're seeing this lineup coming together and we're talking about judge coming back and you know, who's going to do what man, it's starting to look like we're going to have a very righty heavy lineup, a very righty heavy well, lineup. Bird and I, out. And that's that's why that's I think that's why they're trying to move Hicks down in the lineup to mix it up a little more. But so that's where Didi is just so important. If if he's hitting if he's lefty, Didi Gregorius hits two seventy with thirty home runs. And I he he gets a little streaky. I mean he he didn't have a uh anything like his one bad t- downturn this year. He's he's been very solid throughout. Um but yeah, I mean, I think you almost have to move him a little bit to to break up the righties, and especially when Judge comes back, if Kutch gets the nod over Guardy, I mean, it's 
it's Hicks switch and Didi left. Which I mean, balance used to be is one of the signatures of the Yankees teams when they were doing it right. Yeah, well, yeah, Voight was that. Didi tied uh, his career high twenty five home runs, twenty five home runs, and which also ties the Yankees' career high twenty five home runs for, from a shortstop. Didn't he pass it? I thought he caught it and then passed it. Uh, no, he's at twenty five. Oh, okay. So he probably will pass it. I would guess he hits another home run. No, he's at he's at twenty six, man. Yay! Good job, so, Didi. Yeah, he, he was twenty five last year, twenty six this year. And dude, I I I I might make you dig it up, but in our preseason player projections, I said that Didi was just going to do slightly better than last year, and that's kind of what the numbers are starting to look like. So I'm pretty yeah. happy about that. And he got hurt, so he probably would be doing better if he didn't get hurt. Yeah, well, that was the same thing last year. He missed about a month. All right, let's move on to Yankee motherfucker. Yankee motherfucker. You Yankee motherfucker. Nice. I get to go first. I'm taking the easy one. Easy way out. Easy way out goes to me. I'm going to make you, because I think there's a really good, big, glaring one. Interested to see what you come up with second. I'll take the easy one. Cece Sabathia. Yeah. Order of events is important in Cece's career right now, or season. Because someone tweeted out last year, all we were saying is that CC is learned how to pitch and he's great and we should bring him back. He had a good year. And this year we're like, he's old. Same exact numbers. Better numbers this yeah. year on the whole, actually, than last year. Yep. But he's doing it in a different order. He was really good in the middle, the beginning, and his last three now down the stretch have been three duds. So it feels worse. And that was a poorly timed dud for his shortest outing of the season. Shortest outing since like 2009, I think. I don't know, man. Like, CeCe, we love you. We all love you, man. And I, you don't have to say anything because he, he wants to be performing as much as he... Right. As much as we want him to. And he's pretty hard on himself and all that. But that was a dud. So that, that screwed us. He had the same line as Estrada before. 2.1, five earned runs. Come on, CeCe. Come on, dude. Trying to win. Come on, the entire offense, too. Cece. Yeah, that's bad. I know I know. you and me got asked it in Twitter, so I, more people probably want to know about it. If if the Yankees play the Red Sox and the, the DS, does CeCe get a start? No, I think you go three-man rotation. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, after what he's been doing, you, you can't really trust it. In the DS, I think you go three man. Like Sonny didn't pitch in the in the DS last year, right? I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, because they went what Sevy? No, Sevy pitched a wild card. Right. So Sevy was what game game two? Yeah, I don't. You you know I'm a bad brain kind of guy. Your brain is bad, and you should feel bad. You're looking it up though, because you like you like learning. I love learning. I've stopped reading nonfiction books. Oh, no, I've stopped reading fiction books. I just read fiction books. If I'm not inputting things into my brain, I'm not enjoying it. But, yeah, I mean, you can talk while we do this, though. You think so? I'll try. Should I do, should I do my mother fluffer or should I talk yeah, do, about no, C? No, what do, do you want? No, do your motherfucker. I'm interested in it. Sonny Gray okay. pitched the first game of the ALDS, so we're both fucking stupid. Idiots. Um <laughs> What <laughs> we'll see if if CC can put two starts together, you say it's an option because postseason mode is going to be full on. 
hey, if we can get literally three innings out of our starting pitcher, we'll be enough in the postseason, which is insane. Yeah. Which is insane. Um, Who's your motherfucker? My MFR, and I, I was wondering how this was going to come up, and I, I didn't think I was going to use it here, but I think I'm going <clears> to. <throat> no, I'm, I'm bailing. I'm bailing. He I'm bailed. going to. I'm bailing. I'm going to. I'll do more of a cop out. I'll do Canely, man. Um, I I was on the record, and you you and me came in hot for a little bit. We were saying, why is this guy in AAA? I kept using my line that this guy pitched in Game 7 of the ALCS last year, and he was a mainstay for us. He was the biggest piece in the Robertson, <laughs> in the Robertson Todd Frazier, Canely trade. He, I mean, he was the young, best bullpen arm. Frazier was a rental. Robertson, everyone thought Canely would be better and was getting paid a lot less. Um and it sucks because you, you, every now and then you see him have this awesome at-bat where the changeup looks filthy. Um, I, I'm starting to think it's a, a, a confidence thing. The fastball is a couple ticks down. And if you're a guy like Tommy Canley who runs hot, he's a meathead, and you don't have your full juju on your fastball, that's, that's got to be a little bit of a mind fuck. So um, I'm giving it to Tommy. I mean, it, at this point, it's tough to picture him in a playoff game, if we're tied or have have a less than or yeah three run or less lead, what say that again? It's hard to picture him coming into a playoff game if we're up three runs or less or tied. You can't trust him at this point. I think it's hard to picture him coming into a playoff game. Right? It's, I mean that's. And again, we haven't done this. Maybe we'll do a whole ep on it about the playoff roster. We'll, we'll see. Um, but yeah, I mean, you a, a couple of those starters are going to be going to the bullpen, and it's uh, a couple guys are going to be on the chopping block for the playoff roster. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, and I, I wrote a blog, all my thoughts on all the starting pitchers, their pros and cons of why they should pitch the wild card. So go, I, re- I read that, you know. Yeah, you liked it? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, all the pitchers, pros and cons for all of them, all my thoughts. People have been asking who I want to start the wild card, for, wild card forever. Figured I'd unleash my brain on them. Unleash my brain. It's Tanaka, but you can go read it. I think I'm, I'm going to make a BuzzFeedy article that says it's not Tanaka. It's not who you think it is. It's Tommy Kingley. Gary Sanchez, because he can't play catcher. Ooh, maybe if he, since he can't catch, maybe he can throw. Well, if he didn't come in so fat. <laughs> Voight's like twice the size of Gary. And <laughs> Gary's a fat ass. But he's, he's country strong and, yeah. and cool. Yeah. Oh, if, yeah, if, dude. If, if Gary was white, he'd be country strong. If, if Gary was hitting, it would be fantastic. Be, How about that? He'd be, he'd be country breakfast, uh, Billy Butler. Remember oh. when he was on the Yanks? Yeah. That was weird. Yeah. That was super weird. Uh, regular old awards? Regular old awards. My first regular old award is the coveted, yo, you just got hit in the dick award. Nice. Goes, nice. To, goes to Gleyber Torres. Game two. Why, did, why does he get that award, Jim? Jake? I love when you ask good questions. Thank Great you. Great question. Glaber Torres wins the Yo, You Just Got Hit in the Dick award 
because during game two of this series versus Toronto, he was at the plate, the pitcher threw the ball, and it hit him right in the dick. So he won the award. You were at that game, and I, I texted you immediately. I was like, did they show the replay or not? And you said no. They did Oh, it. you asked, did he get hit in the dick? And I said, yeah. oh, oh, yeah. I, I couldn't see the, it because I was at the game. You can't really see it. So there's no replays. And to put more icing on the cake, Jake, I still haven't seen it. I just know he got hit in the dick. Oh, yeah. You got to watch it. And you have to listen to the yes guys because Paul, Paul O'Neill, obviously great during any of that. Flash even was was being quality during that because he well a he's a catcher and he can speak on that pretty good, but uh th- dude, so they both go silent, and Kay is trying to get anything from him and so there's literally a moment where Kay's been talking a little bit and then it goes quiet, and then Kay goes, can one of you guys say something? <laughs> and and O'Neill O'Neill says something like yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna need like two minutes, <laughs> and. But and then they both each of them exchanged a couple stories, which is fun. Paul Paul said he followed one off the plate and it came up and hit him. <laughs> and so he's laying on the ground just at if you know that feeling, you know that feeling. And uh, so it was it was it's Gene Monahan was the old Yankees trainer, yeah, right? Yeah, Gino Tadano. So, yeah. So he, so he goes, I'm in his Paul O'Neill, I'm laying there. It's the worst feeling in the world. Gene comes run over. And when he gets to me, I say, Gene, get out of here. There's nothing you can do. <laughs> um, so, yeah, go go watch that. Maybe, maybe you'll make a nice clip of that. And I will, I will say this. This is, a, this is something that I think is cool information that I think people know, but I, I think it's cool. And I learned, this, I learned this via NASCAR, Jim. Okay. When you see a collision or impact or anything like that and stuff goes flying, mm-hmm. that's actually a good thing. Because that's a release of energy. Yes. If it so if you, see, if you see the truck go flying and doing all that, like, yeah, it looks out of control, but that's a good thing. And that's what's kind of happened here. Like, the ball hit him in the biscuits, but it kept going on its way, which is good. And, but yeah, like, the bad NASCAR crashes is like Dale Earnhardt Sr., rest in peace. Um, he just went straight into the wall and then, like, stopped. Yeah. And that's... 200 miles per hour of energy being transferred into your body instead of everywhere else displacing yeah. talking is that talking science you're a scientist what was i that? think i think you just i think so I think you just passed science so Could be. congrats to you yes i just it would just really suck if you got you know took a pitch to the dick and you didn't get an award for it so i figure that's the least i can do i like that that's a really good mindset yeah you're up who's your first regular old award I'm going to give this. I was. I almost gave this guy the mf'er, but I I realized that he wasn't being an mf'er. Um, I'm. I'm giving the. Uh, it's it's been a good run, old friend award. Okay. You want me to guess? You know, I, some sometimes you like guessing, sometimes you don't. I can't get a read on you. I know it, so I don't want to ruin it. So the question oh. is, do you want me to ruin it? Wow, you're so confident. It's all right. So it's Louis Sessa. Um, no, the award goes to Brett Gardner. Yeah, I knew it. No, you didn't. See, that's I why did. you didn't guess. I did know it. You didn't guess, so you didn't know. And it, it wasn't we. Brett Gardner yeah, didn't. I, Brett Gardner didn't play this series. Someone else did. I knew. I knew last. <laughs> I knew last night's lottery numbers, 
but I didn't play it. That's what you're telling me. I didn't know last night's lottery numbers. Okay. Well, anyways, is it Burt Gardner or Brett Gardner? Brett. Um, I mean, man, it's it's going to be a sad state of affairs because right now, righty-lefty doesn't really matter. I mean, McCutcheon over Gardy right now. Uh, hardcore. Easily. And, um, yeah, I mean, dude, Gardy's... Gardy's getting on base at a 323 clip. And that's just that's just not acceptable. Um and we we keep hoping and waiting that he's gonna get hot and you you see a game where he puts together some good at bats and you're like, let's go, Gardy, but I mean I think the writing's kind of on the wall that it's gonna be I right now, even if you're a big Brett Gardner fan, you have to say when Judge comes back. Your best team is with Guardy on the bench and McCutcheon in the lineup. Yep. And it sucks. I'm a big Guardy fan, but it does suck. He had that one run before All-Star break where he was like on fire for like a month, and then it's been pretty dormant, pretty dead since then. Pretty sad to see. Weird to see him with the pants down, not the high socks. When I was at the yeah. game, every time I looked to left field, I honestly had to think, who is that? Oh, it's Brett. Like, the brain is so dumb. So you can condition the human brain so easily. Yeah. It's weird. And he's, um, I don't know. I, I Again, I'll, I'll try to spin it into a good thing. I mean, Brett, he can play really good defense in left field and center field. He can still run. Um, maybe you could see a, a good pinch hit opportunity, whether it's for Voight or someone like that. I don't know. Um, hopefully he can kind of find a role on on the team the rest of the year and you know what hopefully he makes me look like an idiot and he goes on a stupid hot streak right now but in in a week when judge is back it's kind of going to be you you've got a new role brett and we're we're not picking up your option next year babe yeah it's gonna tough day for him because older players don't get any money yeah or even like deals like very interesting to see what happens to Brett next year. Yeah. Yeah, I've I I've thought about it a little bit. Well, we'll save it for after the season, after the after the World Series parade, right? We'll save it. We'll save it. We'll save it. I have uh, my next award, okay? Okay. The next award goes to I I don't really know. So, oh, of course I do. Tanaka. Oh, it goes to best ever award. Okay. Best ever award goes to Tanaka. I love to love Tanaka. It's tough right. when he's inconsistent. It's nice when he does really good. Another really good outings. Uh, what was it? It was six innings pitched, zero earned runs, four hits, only 90 pitches, but they were they were, they were were crushing him, so they took him out early. Right. Uh, 2.0-something ERA since the All-Star break. I know it's at a 2.15 since in his last 11. That includes one start before the All-Star break. Mm. It's been pretty good. I think he's, I think uh, at 11 games, I think eight of them have been two earned runs or less. So he has one with six earned runs. And that one game's really bringing the ERA up because it'd be really, really good if he didn't have that one clunker. That's right. how ERA works, though. And he did have it. And it's still very good. Tanaka's my wild card starter. Uh, I, well, are we at the point where the next starts matter? I would say, yeah, if Tanaka throws two bad ones in a row. Right. And Hap throws two good ones in a row. Then yeah. But I th- that's an that's an interesting point cuz I could see 
<laughs> I think you almost want to do if Tanaka throws like five good innings. I think it almost we're at the point where it's like just yoink them, like <laughs> just keep that positive vibe going. I I don't care <laughs> if you go out and pitch in the sixth inning against the Tampa Bay Rays. I don't care. You did a good start. Come back. <laughs> keep it going. Yeah, it's interesting. Preserve the momentum instead of the win. That's how the season has gone. So yeah, why, right. Why wouldn't they do that? Screw it. So congrats to Tanaka for finally winning the best ever award. Love yeah. that guy. I'm glad he. I'm, an, I'm glad he opted in. Yeah, man. That's dude. The Tanaka, the Tanaka thing's kind of crazy. From two years ago, like, oh yeah, he needs Tommy John to like. Ah, no, I'm good. And now he's he's just he's good again. He's really good. You have one more award to give out. I do. I'm I'm gonna add on to my well previous award just because I looked up the stat and I think the people deserve to know, dude. Post All Star break. Guardy is hitting 211 with a 290 OBP, a 598 OPS. That's 185 at bats. And we're saying that's terrible. That's that's bad. That's unacceptable. Yeah, that's really bad. Um that's uh that's <laughs> you're you're almost in Tyler Wade territory. Hey, oh, come on. Ah, who are you guys? <laughs> what who's your next award? <laughs> um my next award goes to, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm giving the shout-out to the Homie Award. Actually, no. Uh, wow, shout-out to the Homie Award. We'll never know who that was intended to go to. I'm, no, I'm going to give the I Deserve Pride of the Yankees this week award. A con, a, an award that shows up here and there. Lance Lynn, Luis Sessa. No, no. D-Rob. No. I have no idea. Andy it's a guy. It's a guy who's been getting a lot of Yankee MFers recently. Stanton. Giancarlo, man. And he, uh, he finally put a series together. He, Did he? He had a good series? Yeah. He was four for 12. Um, two walks. So he hit 333, 429 OBP. He had the homer. And we've been, we've been talking for... Well, actually, how how it played out on the episodes, you had to be the bad guy. You, you gave Giancarlo a few MFers in a row. Um, and he it was kind of rightly rightfully deserved because he, trying to get his 300th homer, he went X amount of bats without a home run, and he was struggling and trying for it. And then Kay dropped the stat today that after that, he went another 56 at-bats between home runs, which was bigger than that drought. So he was in a funk. Wasn't this his first uh, home run in the month of September? Might have been. Um, you got stats on that. Um, so, yeah, I the the big guy 1B started getting it going, which would be huge. If him and Didi are hot and judge, just judges presence, that makes the middle of our lineup so much more meaty. Um, you, you have any Giancarlo thoughts, James? I didn't realize he had a good series. I saw that he hit that home run. He crushed it. I gave him, motherfucker, one. No, only the last time. Uh, I thought you've had two pretty recently. Yeah, two out of the last four ups I gave him, motherfucker. So okay. good. Good job. Yeah. Um, I know that A-Rod went through this. How much must it kind of suck for Giancarlo that 
you know, Judge steps foot on grass and gets a standing ovation. Yeah. And he's got to hit 50 home runs for Yankee fans to not call him a bum. Yeah. <laughs> Life's weird sometimes. Oh, not a bum. I didn't, oh, yeah. dude, go to Yankee Stadium and watch oh, yeah. and watch a Giancarlo Stanton at bat. You will hear yeah. more. You will hear the word bum yelled more times than anything else. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Darn high paid guys. Yeah. It's crazy. All right. Anything we, else? Uh, yeah, dude. We, I, we totally missed <laughs> Miguel Andujar. I was, that was, that was who was going to get the, the, what was that award? The props to the props to the homie. I, I use bad verbiage there. Shout out to the homie award. Shout out to the homie. I mean, dude, pinch hit grand slam that looked like the huge comeback that we'd been dying for as Yankee fans. Um, and he's just, I mean, he's Andujar. He hit 333. He, he sat a game. Well, he sat a game the game he hit the pinch hit grand slam. Um, I mean, he's, it's, it's incredible what he's doing this year. And again, we went almost a full episode without mentioning it, mentioning him again. That was crazy because uh, the this, the stadium for being down five was like itching. It was buzzing. It was like wanted to be loud. You know, I was there. Because well, cool yeah, because it, it didn't make sense. We left the I think did we leave the bases loaded twice or at least once and two runners on a couple times. Yeah, it 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 was a game where <laughs> they had five runs and they had a bunch of hits too, dude. Game two they ended up having sixteen hits, which again you want to get mad at things. Hey. Dude, pitching staff, you can't give up 16 hits. Um, but, yeah, the Yankees should have had so many more runs. So many more runs, which, tough. Tough, tough, tough. All right. Who, anyone we didn't mention, Jim? Lance Lynn had a good start. I don't know what Glaber did, but he did get hit in the dick. Lance Assad, yeah, you mentioned the dick thing. Gary, man, he had the one good game and this two <laughs> no good, very bad games. Yep. Voight didn't have a good series. He left a lot of men on and struck yeah, out. Yeah, I was out, surprised struck his out numbers. Looking. He went down looking twice. In yeah. Dude, his numbers look better than the series he had. I mean, he got on base at a 385 clip. He had a couple RBIs, a couple hits, but you're right. It, it did seem like he left a lot out there. I just... One lasting note. Sure. I wish I didn't hate. Hicks approach at the plate as much as I do because I know I'm just a hater because he's having a good year. He's been a he's good having player. a great year. But oh, on Periscope, and it's like, dude's just going to go up here looking for a walk. Like Hicks loves. If there was a machine where you stood in the box and you called ball strike and then you got like tested like an automated robot, like he'd love to play that game and just prove how good he is at it. He definitely does the most. They mentioned it on today's broadcast, the tennis ball drill where they put numbers on a tennis ball. It shoots at like 110 miles per hour and you try to see the number on it. That's got to be his favorite game in the world. Mm-hmm. You want me to get some quick Hicks, hits, Hicks hater splits? <laughs> that's, that's not a positive way to end this. This is how I, when I close my eyes and, and picture an Aaron Hicks at bat, the yeah. one image, like I picture uh, Miguel Andujar at bat. Okay, I'm going to play a game with myself real quick. I'm going to close my eyes. Okay. I'm going to picture a player's at bat. Andujar, vicious swing, helicopter swing, right? Mm. Brett Gardner, I pictured fouling a ball off down the third base side, just staying alive on an outside pitch. 
Judge pictured a home run. Glaber, I pictured a breaking ball that he stays with and flicks. I can't help what I picture. Just what I picture. Hicks, I picture him taking a pitch and then looking back at the ump and disagreeing with the ump's call. Like, dude, I know the strike zone better than you, ump. Right. Give me someone else. Give me another player. Uh, Neil Walker. Taking a pitch. I also picture him just taking a pitch. Austin Romine. Oh, opposite field. Opposite field down the line. Yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a wild I mean, game. Like what your brain just pictures. Yeah. Again, uh, Hick, Hicks has some crazy stats. Just going through some of the deep track splits. Um, again, this is another weird thing. I'll I'll have to look up to other players in comparison, dude. In games we win, so seventy eight or the games he's played in that we've won, seventy eight games. He's he's three ninety two OBP nine forty one OPS in the forty eight games we've lost, he has a three seventeen OBP a six oh seven OPS which again it's games won and games lost but that that seems like a glaring gap is Aaron Hicks <laughs> crazy important to this team and that's where we get mad I don't know I don't know just hate the way he takes pitches and doesn't swing. We haven't done this in a while, but uh, and you could do this State of the Union year or however you want to do it, Jim, but Red Sox are coming to town. Shrug. Okay, that's what you got. I, I hope we get up and play them, but I'll be more surprised if we do. Yeah, and I think we do have to give another quick shout-out to the to the Tampa, the Rays, because if the A's had been giving him the beat down this weekend, I think this podcast would be full negativeville. Yeah, I'm so worried about home field. It's like one game, what, it's one and a half right now? That's basically a tie in my brain. Yeah, it's. I mean, that's one way to go about it. I think, did you hear today on the broadcast that if they tie, it goes to the Yankees? Yeah, cause because we have the better the record. Which is pretty ridiculous. Better div- better in division record by like is... one game. And the Yankees have the <laughs> the Yankees have the fourth best record versus sub five hundred teams. But don't ask Yankee fans. Yeah, because um, we're the worst at beating bad teams in the league. Not fourth best. Not fourth best. Yeah, so it's a weird season, man. It it's a weird season because none of the stats jive with how it feels. Yeah. I was on Periscope and everyone kept telling me how much better last year was, how much better last year was. It was like last year they went five over 500 in April. They won like 26 games out of 29 or something stupid like that. They played 500 ball May, June, July, August. It was four months of never having momentum, never kicking it into gear and never like, like crushing people. It was four months of that last year, but they had a good September. They were over 500 September last year, and they had a really good playoffs. So the rose-colored glasses are so crazy. Last year was just as frustrating and fun as this year. It's just coming in a different order, and this order is is more frustrating. So then maybe it is more frustrating, but I'm so sick of that. I just hate when the, the whole entire fan base latches on to the same exact saying, and it's, it's not really true. Right. Yeah. All right. We got to end the show. Thank you very much for listening. We have another September call up coming up tomorrow, unless things spiral and we don't get it out in time. But be on the lookout for that. 
and then be on the lookout for our Red Sox recap. And hopefully we don't have to um, try to put a positive spin on things and we come to task and actually play good baseball. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Cra- crazy that my mindset is you just have to win one. <laughs> and that that sucks. That's That sucks, man. That's, it really does. My mindset's not there. I'd like to win two. But dude, if if they don't win one game, like the the next couple weeks are just n- pure nightmares. That's true. All right, and we'll leave you on that. Sorry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Oh, subscribe, rate, review. Definitely subscribe. If you listen to every episode and aren't subscribed, you're hurting us more than helping us, you punks. Also, punks. If you if you uh, go follow us on Instagram. Little yeah. little inside scoop here, all right? Because we we like to be sincere and peel back the curtain. Instagram sure. doesn't allow you to do that swipe up nonsense, like post the link. Like here's our latest episode, swipe up. Here's our latest T-shirt, swipe up. They don't allow you to do that unless you have ten thousand followers, and we're uh, under nine right now. And so the goal was to get to ten, so we could do that. So. Go get all your friends and people to, li- to follow us on Instagram so I can start promoting us and we can start doing better uh, uh, so we making money so we can keep doing this full time. Uh, there you go. A little inside, inside baseball scoop on how Instagram works. Bunch of bullshit. Wow. Yeah. Now they know. All right. Thank you very much. Go Yankees. Go Yankees. Go Yankees. Go Yankees. Go Yankees. Go Yankees, go Yankees, go Yankees. Go Yankees. Tell them, Grandma. Go Yankees.